Welcome to the Quality Under Pressure podcast. My name is Min. What up, Da? What up, Dean? Hi. Hey. Uh, today we talked to Scott Aglow. You glow. Uh, what's we your- glow. <laughs> what's your favorite thing that uh, we talked to him about? Uh, for me, I like that it was our longest show yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, we covered a lot of things. A lot of video game talk in the beginning, but yep. got deeper towards the end. I like conspiracy theories, so yep. that was probably my favorite piece. Yeah, it was great hearing about all the different conspiracy theories that Scott and Dawson both brought up. Some of them I didn't, hadn't even heard about before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same for me. I knew Scott was going to be a good one because we usually meet up and have conversations anyway. So I was really excited to talk to him. Um, I really like talking about aliens um, and then hearing your Monopoly story that kind of blew my <laughs> mind a little bit. Yeah, I think we, we could have gone for probably another hour, but we'll have to keep going. So. I had to pee. <laughs> yeah, had to pee too. All right, man. Enjoy it. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that hey, stuff's good. Dean, have you ever uh, noticed anything in the Tostitos logo? Um. Well, I saw Alicia post something on Facebook and how it's like two people like yeah. tipping chips or whatever. Changed my mind. Yeah, I never, life. I never noticed that. It's just, it's just like when you see the arrow in the FedEx. Yeah, label, yeah. You know, you can't unsee. That's it. what did Ken Jennings in. That's what broke his streak on Jeopardy. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. that was the the final Jeopardy, and he had no idea. Hmm, that's a nice little nugget. Dan. Have you taken yeah. a close look at yeah. the Little Mermaid cover? <laughs> <laughs> Only every night. <laughs> Co-host. Yes. You guys ready? Go. Go. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm ready. All right. I'm going to launch this bumper music. There it is. The Darkwing Duck music. Welcome to the Quality Under Pressure podcast. My name is Min. We got a super dope guest with us today. What's up, Scott? What's going on? How are you, man? I'm well. Yeah, but not too well, right? Yeah. Why is that? I pulled up a little little rough this morning. Yeah? Went to Afro Man last Ooh. night. Yeah. A little throwback. And stayed Jeez. up late? Had a few adult beverages and uh, stayed up for that World Series game. So the combo platter. Um, that game just got over like an hour ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're still playing? 17 innings, right? Jeez, 18, I think. Okay. Was it? Two full games? Yeah. Jeez. I don't know the last time I watched a baseball game, so... If you could watch two in one night, would you? No. Because you missed out last <laughs> No. No, thanks. I just... I don't know. I just quit baseball. You know something about playoff baseball, though? I mean, there, there's so much in each pitch. Yeah, that it matters. really is there's a so lot much better. It really is a and lot the, better. the crowd reacts, you know, yeah. to every, you know, hit ball. I don't know. It's just something elevated. Scott, if you had to start a podcast, what would you name it? We had to debate this. Put and then, me on the spot. And then we came up with the We just like just settled on it. It just like the dust settled and it became quality under pressure. We should explain why it's called quality under pressure. But yeah. if you... Because you're a diamond? Ooh. Oh, Ooh. I like that explanation better. Way better than what it yeah. actually came from. <laughs> but, we did, but nobody else gave any other ideas. So besides... That's true. My ridiculous dildos, one? Well, I mean, like, I didn't want that. Damn. Yeah. Well, what would you name a, a fresh podcast? Man... The deuce. The deuce. The deuce. Yeah. You know, that's a nice little play on number two. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, uh, Dawson just threw down on earlier. Yeah. Ooh-wee. I know it's a show on HBO, but something about that number, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So you stayed up late last night. Yeah. Now you're here. Right. Now oh. we're here. How are you? I'm doing well, man. I uh, just got back from Vegas for a work trip. Really? And, uh, yeah. How long ago? That was last week. Okay, so hey, recent. You've been, you've been just going at it then. 
Yeah, it's been good though. I've been I've been needing that change of pace. Right? Yeah, I, I've mm-hmm. been at my desk like, man, I need a vacation. I need to do something else. Yeah, how was that? What was the best thing you did on that trip? You know what? I I'd say well on the back end I went to a wedding which is awesome. That's exactly okay. right. weddings are always great. Yep. Um, but it was my first time going to Top Golf. Oh my in Vegas. God! Top Golf. Oh my this God! That's two shows in a row. And then we talked. To, did we talk about it in one of the earlier episodes too? I don't think so. Oh, okay. just saying two back to back, back to back episodes in a row. We were talking about Top Golf. How was your Top Golf experience? It was amazing. Yeah, it was way better than I was expecting. Did you get sore? It, no. Okay. I mean, you know, I, I was trying to hit the ball like hell, but yeah. Um, what's really nice about Top Golf is it takes the golf out of golf. <laughs> Oh, you know what I mean? Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel like you're playing golf, but it's really kind of a, a maximized version of darts. You know, sweet. And yeah. You're, you're drinking. You're having a good time. You can socialize. So they, yeah, they work that in. And, and the one in Vegas, anyways, has giant scoreboards at the end of the drive. Cool. So we're watching, you know, the NLCS, ALCS games. Cool. As you're hitting the golf balls. Uh, have you been to the one in Minnesota? No, I have not. Okay. How was the what was the crowd like to the at the one you went? You know what? It was hosted by our sales firm because we were we were out there for a conference. So the the crowd was all lighting people. That's, uh... <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. And I only ask because uh, I've heard usually it's sort of like a younger crowd because it's like you can do so many other things than golf. Yeah, um, not that like. 50, 60 year old people aren't there, but I've heard it like it skews towards a younger crowd. It, I mean, it was younger. We, we did take a tour outside of what, our area. Sure. Um, and it was, it was cool because it had the Vegas vibe. Like people were just throwing bills down, betting on different shots. And it was like, okay, there's some gambling going on here, you know? Yeah. So it definitely had that Vegas vibe. That's fine. Nice. Yeah. Sure. That's fun. Scott, uh, what city were you born in? Plymouth, Minnesota. You were born there. Oh, well, New Robbinsdale. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. You know, nice. you, we Same we know hospital. the area, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But you were you were there. That's where your family resided when you were born. Correct. That's yep. sweet, man. So they're they're still in the same home now as they were then. Um, you know what? They moved about half a mile down the street. Okay. Just to get a bigger house, cool, a nicer house. But they really cool. they're still living in that area. Yeah, um, I love that. Yeah, they're content. They love it there. Right. Good. I think they're gonna move though. Oh, once, once my mom retires, my dad is retired. <laughs> yeah, but once she retires, I think they're uh, up and leaving the state. Yeah. Ooh, that's my conjecture, anyways. Do you know where they're shopping? You know, somewhere warm. My dad's really into Civil War. The yeah, si- like Civil War books. You know, the landmarks. Yeah. So I think they're gonna rent. You know, a, a trailer home. And then go from like Civil War site to Civil War site and kind wow. of tour for a, like, like that southern country for like a few years or whatever. Yeah, damn. Right. Are you technically homeless if you do that? No, you're not. You have a house because it's not in the ground. Right. Really? Yeah. Because because I, I, I heard people that do like they move around and like sometimes they spend a night in the shelter, sometimes they spend a night at a motel and things like that. They're technically homeless. That's, they don't have. I, I mean, they don't have a uh, permanent residence. Yeah, but would, that's your motor home. How would you do the mail? Post office, PO box, PO box. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know. That's or good. just email because your parents are about to be point. maybe homeless soon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> debatably. Yeah. Uh, have you been playing any? I know you're not in our basketball league anymore. On right. a, a separate team. 
Um, but have you been playing any basketball? Have you been watching any basketball? And have you been playing any video games? I, I mean, Red Dead Redemption just came out, and I'm, I've been playing video games. Yeah, that's that's real solid in my. That's a real solid cornerstone in my life right now. What uh, uh what edition of Red Dead Redemption is this? This is number two, Deuce. but it's technically the third game. The Did Deuce. you know that? Yeah, uh, Red in Dead the, Revolver. Yeah. So there was Red Dead Revolver, Red Dead Redemption, and now there's Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. Mm. Are you playing it? Yeah, hot take. I'm not. Everything, everybody on the planet is giving this game a 10. Yep. I played for probably four hours last night. Yeah. Uh, you... I don't know. It's not the best game I've ever played. What do you give it? I don't know. I, I'm only four hours in, so maybe yeah. it's going to pick up. But yeah. it's like a 60-hour game. So mm-hmm. it's got a, I have a ways to go. But I just so far, the pacing on it is so slow. Yeah. I agree. I agree, yeah. but... I think you do have to hold reservation until the online yeah. portion comes out as well. Or oh, just, it's not it, out yet? The, the the online portion is not, so it's just the single player. So there's no multiplayer component to it yet? Not yet. No, right. Damn, no, what? Next month. Why'd they release it? Because they want people, they've spent years making the single player, they want people to go play it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Bef- and and focus on that before this other thing happens. Yeah, and they did the same thing with uh, Grand Theft Auto. Okay. And they've been... They've been pumping content for Grand Theft Auto Five okay. for six years now, five years. Yeah. And it's still people play it a ton. Is this the norm now? No. Because I haven't played video games for a while, and so I was just wondering. Me. And the reason I got sort of pissed off by that approach is because of what um, PUBG did. They just, re- I mean, when they first put the game out, I mean, not that it's an official release yet. It's, like, not actually released yet. But they release, they put out such a shitty product at the beginning, so when you guys told me they put out this game and it wasn't done yet, it didn't even have the multiplayer component in it, I was just like, oh, I I, I just got sort of PTSD PUBG uh, stuff. It's way different than that, though. You, okay. you, you gotta realize that the, the, the developers who made PUBG don't have the budgeting or the talent yeah. that Rockstar does. <laughs> yes. You know? Yes. And Rockstar's gonna roll out a polished product. Okay. And it's not like they're trying to, you know, accelerate to the market yeah. Around and beat someone else. Yes. People will wait on Rockstar. Yeah. Yeah. Are you then do do people know what the multiplayer component is going to be like? I think it's going to be like GTA Online. Yeah, or just okay. kinda, oh open, really? Yeah, just kind of <laughs> open world. I heard you can have like, you know, you can make your own gang, you know, your own outlaws. Cool. The setting for those listening is kind of the old west, like 1900s, early cool. 1900s. Nice. So. Is that something you're looking forward to or was it mostly the campaign that you wanted to dig into? Dawson, are you playing on a 4K TV? Yeah. Xbox I, One X 4K. The graphics. It, it might it's not be the amazing. best game that Dawson's ever played, but I think it might be one of the most beautiful games really? I've ever played. Yeah, I mean, you spend the first couple hours in the snow. Yeah. And yeah. just, I mean, I'm watching my horse walk through the snow. Yeah. And just the trails it leave, that is amazing. And then really? you look up and there's a mountain, and it's, the size of this map is probably the biggest game I've ever played. Yeah. Just like the size of it, it's massive, right? Do the horse testicles shrink? They like do they shrink in the cold do? weather. I yeah. saw yeah. a horse yeah. take a shit in yeah. 4K, and I was like, whoa. Whoa, I, I ate it all up, yeah. baby. <laughs> whoa. Well, you ate it? it? <laughs> I ate it, it all vision. up. vision. It's like you're I'm in Cleveland, yeah, or Philadelphia. So. That's bananas. Uh, right. But yeah, t- so it's good. Yeah. What is the best, visually best-looking game you've ever played? Oof. Uh... I mean, right now it's probably red. This one, Red Dead Redemption Two, um, that's up there for sure. It's and you say that, beautiful. and you have a 4K TV. Do you have Do you have a PlayStation? Yeah. Did you play those uh, Naughty Dog games? What is the, the Last of Us? Yeah. You played all of that, and you think Red Dead Redemption is yeah. the best looking game you've ever played? It's It's. Uh, I mean, it, 
I'm kind of a little more biased towards Xbox, but yeah. for me, I would say it's either this or uh, Forza Motorsport 4. Oh, wow. It, it just came out, um, and that's just, I mean, you have the fastest cars on the planet, and you're going 160 miles an hour down the British countryside, and it's, yeah. just, it's beautiful. But The newer Assassin's Creed that are set in, like, ancient Egypt Looks and good. modern, or ancient Greece. Mm-hmm. The amount of detail they put into the architecture is stunning. Wow, it really is. You know, really, you, you know, and you can really see those details in 4K and yeah, HDR. And the one that came up before that was based in Egypt, and that's you know we're talking a lot of gamer things here, but they took that game and they're actually making education mode. Yeah, so you can walk around ancient Egypt and not you're not trying to kill anybody, but you're walking around and just looking luck. at the pyramids I, and looking at. I saw on Reddit a architecture pro- uh, professor that was using yeah. using the game. In his class to teach about, like, you know, the architecture of, like, ancient Egypt. That's crazy. That's such a monumental, like... I think the last time I was a major console gamer was Xbox 360. But even before then, I feel like after Nintendo 64 era, so Nintendo 64, uh, PlayStation 1, GameCube, that's that generation. I feel like after it went to Xbox 360... The the growth in graphics um, every time we moved up a generation is incremental at this point. Um, oh yeah, it is right. Yeah, and I think for me, like too, just the the way where we're going, you, you're not going to get much more besides where we're at. I just don't know how you can get much better. Have you guys seen their mm-hmm. plans for going cloud based? One hundred percent. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just uh, <clears throat> I signed up for that Google Stream thing. I was playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey on it last night. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What was your experience? It's fine. Yeah. Have you have you tried streaming on like a phone yet or? No. 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 We talked about that kind of on episode one. Yeah. Yeah. Can yeah, you do yeah. that on your phone? You right now? listen to it. <laughs> uh, that's the plan. Is that's it? Their, they're they're mm-hmm. they're going towards a consoleless gaming experience. Right. Yeah. Right. Where you could theoretically play, you know, PUBG on your phone. Yeah. Mm. I have I mean, PUBG you can right now. <laughs> it's such a, it's such it's a, such a joke because my brother and I played it a lot on the computer, and then we were like, "Let's try it on mobile quick." And just like the degree of difficulty just dropped like a hundred times. So like the very first game we played, we won easily by miles. Can you settle this debate? Yes. It, are those bots on the on the mobile version? Yes. Are There's, you playing against bots there the are entire bots time? Yeah, oh. not the entire time. There are other people, but there are bots missing. Bots mixed in there, I think. And the PUBG Check mobile version? Yeah. Go check that. Oh, that's yeah. probably why then. Yeah. We were like shooting at these people. We were like, these can't be human players just because how they're like attacking us. And I know it's harder because you're playing, you don't have a controller or a keyboard and mouse. And so I was just like, oh, maybe they sort of like haven't figured it out yet because they weren't strafing and they're just shooting in place. So you just line it up, shoot them in the head a few times and they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. Um, to get back to your question, though, yes, um, are we going to count PC mods as as games that you're as playing? As games that are are qualifiable for most beautiful games? Sure, best graphics. I know where you're going with this. Why not the GTA mods that some people have put out for the PC? Yeah, look real life. Not where I thought you were going because oh, it's still <laughs> it's still grounded in GTA. Like yeah, so it, yeah, the core yeah. mechanics still right. work. So the engine is. A- that so it would have to be founded Just the on aesthetics that. yeah are all modded out and mm-hmm. high texture and high rezo is that um, is that all that's left for graphics though for video games like um how it with more processing power they can add like 
like shading and like different uh, textures. Like how, how much more real can it get? Can it get more real? We're pretty close. I mean, yeah. this Red Dead Redemption game looks mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, but I think the big hurdle other than graphics is the physics, right? Yes. Yeah. The yeah. way that the snow moves, the way that right. the water falls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one thing. So when I was watching some of the E3 stuff this year, um, when I saw The Last of Us 2, um, I don't I don't know the last time I played an RPG game because I just won't dedicate that many hours to a game. For me now, it's just like, oh, am I going to Dawson's house? Am I going to play a game, a Madden game? Um, am I going to hop on like after a long day and just like shoot some people on Overwatch or something like that and then get off in like 40 minutes? Um, when I saw the gameplay for The Last of Us 2, I was just like, damn, I might play that one because the physics looked so interesting and how the characters interact with the environment and just like the textures and stuff like that. And I was watching it through my computer screen. I'm just like, man, if I actually played this, it might blow my mind. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. And, and you're a story, storytelling guy. And that's yeah. why I never, I never got why you didn't get into single-player games. Yeah. Because it was just like storytelling is your yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't want to... Pl- I don't want... I don't Like, that's the thing, though. I just want the story to... Pr- that's why I don't watch TV, even, because I don't want to sit through 30 episodes before I know what happens. Like, I'm good with a three-hour movie. And so, like, when I played Metal, Metal Gear and stuff like that, just to, like... And, and sometimes in Metal Gear, you don't even do anything. Like, it's a cutscene. It's like a 10-minute cutscene, and all I do is push up. Yeah. And Snake moves, like, 50 feet, and then it enters another cutscene. Why did you make me do that? It, it didn't it enhance my experience. So that's why I was just like, you know, fuck this. I'm not playing RPG games anymore. Hmm. <laughs> that's fair. Snake disapproves. I, I, I'm with you with the, with the time consumption yeah. piece. Uh, yeah. Dean just lent me a game, uh, Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. Zero, yep. Horizon Zero, and it won Game of the Year in 2016, 2017, 17. Okay, yeah, it's wow. a, so it's an open world game, yeah. right? But there is so much shit to do. Yeah, and I was like, this is a damn cool game. The concept is you're shooting, you know, these dinosaurs that are made out of machine parts, and you're trying to harvest and loot. And again, super cool, but. Uh, I just looked at the entire scope of it all, and I was like, I'm never getting around to it. Oh yeah, I I I just had to shelf it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how things always start with me. Like, how open it is. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. You can do so much. I'm never going to get sick of this. And then after however many hours, you're like, wow, fuck this. I don't <laughs> want to do any more of this. It's too repetitive. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I just got, I mean, after my, like, after I, I entered 20 years old, that, that decade, I was just like, you know, I'm not, I can't play these types of games that much anymore. It's just like, I just need something quick. Something to engage in. Well, what's interesting too is these sports games are starting to turn into a longer investment too. It's starting oh, to go right. into these ultimate teams where yeah. you have to build them up. We're like the GM uh, over... and shit. No, no, no. So you, you you open like card packs, right? Yeah. Did you hear about this debate with you know is are these loot boxes gambling? Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, because you can pay real money to get these you know game enhancers. Like yeah. adding better players to your team. Mm-hmm. And in China, I think they passed a law where if you get randomized boxes, they have to disclose the the percentage yeah. that you can get like a high level, high tier yeah. item out of it. They yep. have to tell you ahead of time. Yep, that's right. Yeah. I remember seeing that. Yeah. Well, and that's that's mm-hmm. like the ultimate team and, and Madden, like the football. It's a multi million dollar business. Yeah. Still? I think, they, I think yeah, oh yeah. I think that since, <laughs> since they rolled out just the uh, ultimate team. Yeah. In the last five years, I think they've done about $500 million in extra revenue. 
People no. got to have those best teams, and that's just in one. They have it in hockey, soccer. I've heard EA is the worst when it comes to microtransactions. Yeah. Like they make it so you, if you don't, the game is just diminished. If you just if you well, don't do that, they screwed up Battlefront Two, the Star Wars game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Huge how can you how can you screw up the Star Wars experience? Leave it to Electronic Arts, <laughs> right? Exactly. Well, they know people want to play with the the characters, and they're going to pay money to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which sucks. Yeah. And I heard if you wanted to do it the long way, yeah, it would take like forty. I think 40 hours of gameplay just to unlock Luke Skywalker. Mm. <laughs> it was, yeah, like thousands How much of does hours. Luke Skywalker yeah. cost? I think in real money it was like $100. No! Yeah, just to play with him. Uh, right? You Am had to I buy right like, either packs or a special edition or something crazy like that. When you buy packs, it's randomized. You might not get him. Yeah. Or right. you can just, you, or right. you can cut all of that BS out and be like, I need Luke Skywalker, pay 100 bucks and get him for sure. No, 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 no. I'm saying like on average, you, you know, these are randomized oh. boxes. So you you might not get him after investing a hundred bucks. Oh man, yep. that's that's the problem with it because all the companies are kind of doing that. Yeah, and I think some of them are starting to draw the line. Like oh, hell not. yeah, because like yeah, I think they have to get away from that. No wonder depression is on the rise. Yeah. Oh, my money's gone. But it's gambling, right? <laughs> but these kids don't know it, and right. they just want to keep buying packs, keep buying packs. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, are you going to play basketball again soon? I want to. You miss uh, it? I, 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 yeah. I yeah. need to get my cardio going. You know, I've, sure. I've been lifting weights, but, you know, obviously off since that um, travel that I had. But, yep. oh, man, basketball is just such a good way to get that cardio in. Yeah. 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 Really I haven't played is. the last few weeks because I have a wrist injury. Um, And so this week, I think I'm just going to play with my cast and then just at least run around. But, yeah, I was gone for two weeks and I, one game that I played after that, I was gassed. Before I left for Vegas, I did a couple classes, and I was like, "Oh, okay, yoga." I was expecting just to be relaxed. No, I got worked. Really, I got absolutely worked, and I was lost. I was so lost. Yeah, that's I, what everybody says. But the, yeah, yeah. So you feel lost, and you're like you're, you're you're sweating a bunch. It's hot yoga. It's like 98 degrees in that bitch. But you walk out of there, and you feel. <laughs> oh, you did great. hot yoga too, huh? You feel great walking out of there. Not only do you get a good sweat, but like you feel flexible as shit. I mean, obviously, you just did all the flexibility, right. obviously, but you you do feel great. Was Can it we... was it Bikram yoga? No, it was vinyasa. Okay, vinyasa. Yeah. Can yeah. we talk about hot anything? Because I've heard people talk about like why do people do hot and like when the people go into saunas. And do push-ups and stuff like that. Oh yeah, people are like, why do you do that? Like, why does the heat have beneficial properties when you work out? I yeah. think it, it makes you more flexible. I think I, that, but it's also like your body gets uh, in shock. So with the hot and the cold, hot and cold. Uh huh. People like talk about yeah. all, the, and all the fitness centers. You anywhere you go, like if you go to the Vikings new training center, they yeah. have a walk-in freezer essentially. Sure, but does training in low or high temperature? actually have benefits yeah like i i I believe like when you're sore like you go into a sauna and it does have benefits because it's gonna increase that blood circulation but does doing push-ups in a sauna have more benefit i i think it's the the fact that it's you're you're guaranteed the sweat okay you know you're you're guaranteed that that release of you know fluids yeah i'm glad saunas and steam rooms came up because i'm a big uh yeah you saw steam room guy i'm yeah. a big sauna steam room guy and uh what dawson was saying about the hot cold yeah what i'll do is after a workout i'll go into that steam room yeah it opens up the pores right yep. and then i'll get into a cold shower so it's like full body respiration that yeah way. yeah and that it, you know 
incredible. Makes you feel alive. Makes you feel alive. <laughs> it makes you feel alive. Yeah. You know, uh, that shock. Before we move off of basketball, did you guys see the Jimmy Butler offer from the Rockets? The updated yeah, what do we one? think about that? Four yeah. first-round draft picks for Jimmy Buckets. But those, those are late-round picks. Late I, round, there's probably some weird contingencies on them, too. Yeah, that, they're yeah, probably protected. Swaps. Yeah, yeah. So. How do you know they're late round? Because the Rockets just, are good. Yeah. And it's the NBA has no parity. You know, there's five good teams, five <laughs> or six, and they're going to be good. Yeah. Do we know the Rockets are going to be good in seven years? No, but it's one mm. of those things that I just, it's tough because it's, it's a crapshoot. I think if you look at the last, 15 years of NBA drafts. Yeah. Besides like Jimmy Japan. Butler, right? Yeah. Who else can you think of in the late first round that was decent? Mono, oh, Mono wasn't even, even late first Even after the first round. 15 picks. Yeah. Right? Like, there's not many names that come out of there. Well, I Jimmy think, Butler. Besides Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Mono Ginobili? Okay, so there's two in 15. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't actually like dig into drafts though. So if I feel like if we had like a draft experts, they would come out with a list for sure. Like I and I just feel like you know like the Spurs like how are the Spurs always good, like they're drafting and they're replenishing and things like that. So I think it's a great system down in San Antonio. For sure. I mean, there's got to be something to pop. The fact that Tim Duncan is still hanging out with the team after he's retired, <laughs> you know, hanging out at the he's still practicing. Yeah, but he's done. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he wasn't like Deuce. I'm done with that place. You yeah, know? he loves it there. Yeah, still you know? hooping too. They've cultivated that culture there. Yeah, yeah. it's the best. Yeah. It is good system. Yeah, he built the, he like built the business right outside the, the arena there. Timmy like, D. Yeah, dope. Yeah, I forget what it, it's like. Some auto. I, I think auto, yeah, it's an auto repair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh seriously? Yeah. Oh cool. Mm-hmm. Well, the Spurs have it right. Like, what? I'm just looking at. I pulled this article. Yeah. And it's 25 steals in the late first round or late NBA draft picks. Yep. So the Spurs. Yep. Uh, Tim Duncan was the first round pick in the '97 draft. Yep. Manu was the 57th in 99. Yep. Tony Parker was 28th. Yeah. Who's their point guard that tore his ACL? DeJounte Murray. He was he was a mid-pick too, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. No, he, yeah, yeah, mid-pick, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't a steal, though, according to this list. Oh. Um. Let's see. Too soon to set. Yeah. So, like, LaMarcus. Uh, Paul Millsap was a 47th yep. pick. Marcus Saul was a 58th pick. Yep. Wow. Wow. Marcus Saul. Uh, sorry, 48th pick. Okay. So, he was a second-round guy. Yep. That must have been before, you know, international players were getting... The attention they are now. Yeah, those on the fringe for sure. Right. Probably mm-hmm. in in that wave, but early on, yeah. Isaiah Thomas. Yep. Was the final pick of the 2011 draft. Yeah, uh, man, you find gems if you know what you're doing. You find gems. Yeah, but it's so rare. It's hard. Have you guys heard the conspiracy theory of when Patrick Ewing got drafted? No, you and your conspiracy yeah. theories. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What is that, that? The the lotto envelopes. Yes. That the Knicks envelope was frozen. So that the commissioner knew, which oh, colder? Yeah, it was colder. So he knew to to pick the the Knicks, and that way they would win uh, the Patrick Ewing. And that was that was David Stern's first year as commissioner, right? Um, I don't know. I think yeah. And then he and the Knicks are his hometown team. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I was mm-hmm. gonna ask what was his yeah, motivation? Okay. Yeah. Woke, mm-hmm. woke. Yeah. Dang, yeah. David Stern. So oh. hold on. Yeah, Scott, you're a big. Conspiracy theory guy? No, no, no. I uh, I thought it would be a good topic for today's conversation, uh, just because uh, you know we're, we're truth is being challenged. <laughs> That's what we do in, here in the, <laughs> in the modern day. We don't know you know information and truth. 
And I'm not saying that I believe the conspiracies, but I do like it. It gives you, it opens up your imagination, right? Yep. And it makes you think alternatively. And I'm all about that thought. Get that thought train going. So what are some of your favorite thought train goers? Thought train goers uh, for conspiracies? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I was actually just talking about this at lunch with a coworker, trying to gauge interest. Um, I mean, there, there's the obvious ones that are like, you know, the fake moon landing and all that, too. Uh, I think the most recent one, though, is the 23andMe and Ancestry.com. That that's actually a front for insurance companies and the FBI, mm. right? That they, mm. I'm not saying that they're doing it now. But, you know, that information of genetics could very easily be sold to mm. an insurance company. Mm. You know, if they have a meta collection of everyone's DNA. Damn. You know? Never heard that one. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary. That's a good one. Yeah. Right. One of my favorite ones right now is the uh, mattress store conspiracy about how they're all just a, a front for money laundering. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's, that's a good oh, one, too. So, so, like, for example, mm-hmm. Mattress Firm has 3,800 retail stores in the United States alone. Yeah. And, I mean, like, Best Buy's got 1,200 stores. So, like, in my small, <laughs> tiny town of 1,200 people, we've got four mattress stores. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, and people, the average person buys a new bed every 10 years. So to me, there's just so many of them. Right. And then they have warehouses that are, uh, they've got, I think, 70 warehouses in the United States for mattresses. That's a lot of fucking mattresses. <laughs> yeah. So to me, that's a good one. Like, they just. The, the numbers don't add up there yeah. for supply and demand. Mattress just, mafia. Yeah. Big, and I, big sleep. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and there's something around the lines of like, they were purchased by some company in the South South America for $7 billion, which is not like the biggest <laughs> global uh, mattress like <laughs> distribution, yeah. so it's like uh, you're making me a believer, dude. Right? I mean, it, I'm not gonna go too deep into it, but yeah, that's pretty crazy when you think about it. Like, I'm making mattress me a stores, believer. Yeah, and yeah. you never see anybody in a mattress firm. Yeah, yeah. Also never. because, also because before, like seven years ago or whatever, before I was introduced, like sex trafficking or like yeah. human trafficking in general, I'm like that. That never seemed like a realistic thing to me, like as I was younger. But like then you like hear about it, and you're like. Mm. Yeah, of course, like, that's a thing. And it, at first, it kind of, like, blows your mind that, like, like humans are, one, that evil. I don't know why that blows my mind, because like, humans are shitty. I know, I get that. Um, But then, like, you put all the pieces together, and you're like, oh, my God, that is happening where, like, people are being shipped around, and, like, we're totally blind to it. Um, But there's, like, this industry that does that. So, like, when Dawson talks about that, I just feel like I'm having that moment again where, like, yeah, of course, duh. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. it's there. You just don't like, want to believe it. Yeah, the infrastructure yeah, is there. So, so. Well, uh, my coworker was also talking to me about the fact that he thinks that advertisers are hearing just audible conversations. Yeah. And then advertising through social media. He's convinced that he's seen ads on Instagram yeah. from a conversation. Yep. Mm-hmm. And. Yep. Yeah, I mean, on the surface, you're like, that sounds kind of paranoid. But after, mm-hmm. you know, hearing about the Snowden yeah. uh, experience and just information in general, none of it's really private anymore. Yeah. Who's to say these companies are? They are. They're listening to you. Yeah. Like, we right. talked about this on episode one, I think it was, around, uh, like, Facebook listening to your conversations and how my wife was talking about dog food. We had to order our dog this very specific dog food, and then 12 hours later, I had an ad for that dog food on my Facebook page. I've never Googled it, so... There, yeah, that stuff is real. And yeah. Dean talked about how it's like we're tied into a relationship on Facebook. So yeah, there's ways to try to debunk it, but yeah, 
So I'm inclined I, to think it's real too. Yeah, I think it's real too. Yeah. I had to reset my password for Facebook on my work computer. And obviously I just like any other American, I don't keep blogs in my Facebook password, so I was like, I have no idea what this is. Yeah. They they oh, yeah. wanted my driver's license. A photo of my driver's license to log back into Facebook. I'm like, are you to prove that I was that it was me? Mm, weird. I'm like, mm. I don't care enough about Facebook to do this. <laughs> you know, like, they're not the only company though. Uh, years ago, when I used to have a Blizzard password ID, like a key fob thing. I forgot how to log in, and they needed a picture of my ID to reset my account. Damn. I was playing like you know, Nerd Alert, World, World of Warcraft. But yeah. does that make you? F- feel like things are more secure or does it just make you more nervous i think everything needs a two two form authenticator i think i think so i'm past nervous I, i'm just accepting that yeah that's yeah. what we have the world yeah. we live in you, just, you know you it's, it's an open book right <coughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah i have a different password for all my accounts everything's two-factor authentication if it's available damn that's woke. Mm-hmm. everything i store everything locally to uh, my passwords and stuff it's not in the cloud anywhere so well, and wow! I've been on a few rabbit holes resetting passwords, you know? <laughs> <laughs> recovering passwords from emails that I forget the password to that, and that you know. So yeah, it yeah. it it chains on each other, and mm-hmm. uh, it's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. You know? Damn. <laughs> what about you, Dean? What's your favorite conspiracy theory? I, I mean, I like I like the more lighthearted ones. Um, it's kind of like me. I try not to think about these darker ones just because it's very depressing and sad. <laughs> um, so one that uh, one of my friends brought up to me a while ago that I thought was really funny um, is that Stevie Wonder isn't actually blind. <laughs> so there's yeah. actually there's a YouTube video out there you can see where he's like um, playing a show and then like someone knocks over a mic stand and he just reaches his hand out and just grabs it right away. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. Busted! Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, he has his other senses are heightened. He's not touching the mic stand. It's loud. People are clapping their hands. That's. Have you heard mm-hmm. the conspiracy that Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj is actually Jay Z? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> Apparently, if you slow down her singing voice to a quarter speed, yeah. it's, it sounds like Jay Z with a lisp. That's well, hilarious. Well, then, can you imagine yeah. Nicki Minaj and Beyonce just rubbing at each other? I, uh, many times. I <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. How about you, man? Dude, give I don't your, know. Give I don't... us your hot take. I don't really go deep on conspiracy theories. Like when the 9-11 stuff like started popping up online, I thought that was interesting. And for a second there, I was just like, ooh, like this is true, isn't it? Um, but then you like, you know, like a week later, I'm just like, no, that's who, who lives in that world? Um, a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, when you asked, when you asked me that, I kind of thought of like Area 51, um, just cause it's just like right. the cosmos is just so fascinating. Um, and it's not the question for me isn't are there aliens? I believe there are. It's just too big. It's right, too vast that, for there not to be aliens. Do you know about the Fermi paradox? No. That the it's it's the understanding that the when you do the math, mm-hmm. there's an outstanding probability that there is other life. Yeah. But then the paradox is well, if there's such a good chance that there's so much life, yeah. why are we alone? Like yeah. why has contact not been made yet. yeah just because it's so big i think you know it's just like they're just probably in a different corner of the universe also um when i hear like um theoretical physicists talk about the how a civilization would have to advance and not collapse on itself um that's we're going through that right now um thinking about like climate change like mm-hmm. are we 
as a species going to overcome that? You have to overcome these type of challenges before you become like a tier one civilization. And right. then once you eclipse that, you become like a tier, tier two. two. That's yeah. Michio Kaku. Yeah, he talks about yeah. stuff like that and too. Tier three, I, I believe, is like galactic. You know, you're like everywhere. You're, you're everywhere. Yep, you're um, free. A big part of that type one civilization, though, is that there has to be one unified government. Yeah. Do you think we'll ever get there? Yeah. And it, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. He said that we're a tier zero. Right. But we're like, you know, a, we're a on third the of the way. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, that's what you have to do. You have to be able to at least control all the resources on your own planet. Um, come up with like maybe a single way to communicate. And he was saying like, this is where the internet's going to push us forward. And like you say, we have to be like one unified entity. Um, mm-hmm. and it's like, think about how hard that is for us. And, right. you, and you even just asked the question, do you think we'll ever be able to do that? Right. And if we say no, think about all the thousands of other civilizations that also said no to that question and collapsed on itself. So you're actually talking about something called the Great Filter. Yes. You know how that works? No, please tell me. So along that advancement in civilization, yeah. you know, there's major advancement points, right? Yeah. You know, or a filter event like an asteroid wiping out a civilization, technology not ramping to where it needs to be and then collapse. Yeah. So each civilization are kind of like noodles that go through this filter and yeah. each each filter is, you know, straining out more and more civilizations until there's very few left. Mm-hmm. And the great filter is there's uh an end game for that one last strand civilization, right? Mm-hmm. Which could theoretically be us if we're alone. Mm-hmm. And the question is, well, where where is that final filter, right? Because if there's still one civilization left that needs to go through the last stage of the filter, it's like nearly impossible to yeah. make it through. Yeah. And uh, this blog post that I, I've read and highly recommend. Yeah. It's called waitbutwhy.com. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's one on artificial intelligence that absolutely blew my mind. But then the Fermi paradox. Yeah. He talks about the great filter. And he, t- he breaks down well. There's three things, right? With the great filter, the filter could be behind us, yeah. and you know we're home free. Yeah. Have we made a breakthrough in technology or, or civilization to be like, yeah, we're good, like we're golden, like we're gonna get to that type three, you know, spreading of the galaxy? Yep. Is is the great filter ahead of us? Yeah, because you know that's impending doom. Yeah, or. Uh, I forgot. I forgot the last one. Or are we at the juncture of the great filter? Yeah. Right now. Yeah. But I think through this conversation, we've answered your original question. If there are, if I think that the chances of there being life out there is that good, well, how come we haven't made contact? And I think it's the amount of space um, and time, <clears throat> space and time, and then um, just how advanced a civilization needs to be mm-hmm. to sort of try to make contact mm-hmm. yeah and another big uh, benchmark in that too is you have to be 100 percent useful with your energy yes. so that implies um nuclear fusion yeah. reactors yeah 100 percent efficiency yeah to be yeah. like that type one civilization and you need a elon musk probably and <laughs> is he the answer <laughs> <laughs> is he the chosen one i i don't know man like yeah i i love his I love his innovation and his desire to to imagine things, right? The hyperloop, you know, yeah. sending people to space. He wants to reverse engineer the brain, you know, which is all great things. But man, he can't run a business, dude. I um, 
only recently have I seen him on Twitter. Um, man, that guy's on Twitter so much. Have you looked at his Twitter recently? He got locked out of his Twitter account a recently? couple days ago. Oh. Yeah, for, not for very long, but he he tweeted, um, "I heart anime." Yeah. And then, I saw that. Yeah, and then Twitter just thought like it wasn't him that he got hacked, and so they they that uh, dude obviously loves him. anime. Yeah. yeah, and then he tweets like a little bit later. He's like, "Twitter tried to lock me out." Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got locked out of our Twitter account because uh, I said that our um, we were born on October. Some- whenever we started this podcast, <laughs> oh, oh, I was like, really? "We're born on October something, 2018." And the second I pushed like save, it's it said, "You're locked out of your account because our policy is you have to be over like 14 or whatever." I'm like, "Shit, what do I do now?" Yeah. Well, I'm just looking at his feed right now, and he tweeted out. I think he's still hanging out with Joe Rogan a little bit. Um, uh oh. He tweeted out yesterday: "Flies like an arrow, but fruit flies like a banana." What does that mean? I mean, like it means flies. He's high. <laughs> flies like an arrow, but fruit flies like a banana. I don't know. I don't know what it means. God. Yeah, Elon Musk. Is it a joke? You think? I don't. It must be. I, I like. <laughs> I liked it. Whatever it was. I it was. <laughs> you, you, you even gave it the heart. Even mm-hmm. just before that, he just tweeted time. Damn. I think he's short short circuiting. Maybe I think his, oh. his, his brain is overworked. His reptilian brain. Yeah, yeah. conspiracies. I think he didn't get the last patch. Ah, uh, he couldn't download the last patch. Do you guys go night mode on Twitter for on your phone? Yeah. No, you have to. You have to. Does my, it change one what buddy, you see? My no, no. Okay. It's just so much nicer on the eyes. Okay. Mm. And it's just an easier feed, and you can. I mean, you know, if you want to be staring at your phone more. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. How weird is that new update for iOS 12 where it gauges how long you've been on your phone and each... Yeah, how app. weird is it, Dawson? We talked about that on a different episode. Was that two? Oh, I sorry. So. I, I no, it's okay if you listen to the no, no. show. Um, no, uh, yeah, we talked about it. I mean, it's it's nice because it knows how much I'm on there. And, like, I just... My iPad said I've only been there for 15 minutes a day. Oh, that's good. Which is way less than I thought it was. We were talking about, like, how I've grown to spend so little time on my phone now, which I like. Yeah. Um, so Dawson brought that up and we looked at his, his stats. Good. Did you guys hear about the the Palm phone that they designed to be annoying on purpose so that you don't use the phone? Oh, yeah, I ha- I did hear about that. No, I haven't heard Yeah, that. so Palm rolled out, it was designed on purpose to be annoying as hell. Okay. And the idea is that you won't use your phone as much. So they're selling a phone that they don't want you to use or like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you That's know? just so Kind of smart, though. Yeah. I, it's. I, it, I, I love I the idea, so. but yeah. I don't know how it ever got out of a design phase. Yeah, how, are you gonna how, make how do you expect to make money off that? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I bet there are people out there where they're just like, I lit, I physically can't not use my phone. And so they're like, right. here's the solution. Yeah. And then they're probably like, fuck this. This sucks. I need to use a better phone. It's actually mm-hmm. Apple yeah. that owns both companies. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's another conspiracy thing I read about uh, Coca-Cola when they introduced new Coke. There's like some new formula, but everyone hated it. And then it just drove up the sales of their regular Coca-Cola. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're just oh, anticipating ooh. the reaction. Yeah, people people yeah. said they intentionally rolled out a uh, shitty version a of shitty. Coke so that it would just boost up. They're their, like, oh, yeah. it's back. Yeah, the original exactly. recipe. Exactly. Yep. Crazy. Is it mm-hmm. confirmed that they used to put cocaine in it? As a... oh, I don't, I don't think that's a yeah, no, they a did. fable. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure. Man, mm-hmm. you got something in your eye. You want to say something? Huh? You, just, you have this look in your eye. Oh like... no, I'm just thinking of like outside of conspiracy theories. Yeah. Some of the. Uh, the crazy cover-ups and things that we may have like missed. Yeah. Um, the one thing that really jumps out to me is the um, McDonald's monopoly. Yeah. Piece. Did you guys ever see that? 
No, where there's no, no boardwalk? Uh, it was all rigged. It was by... rigged by one guy, yeah. yeah. It was... <laughs> what is this? Mm-hmm. So it's a cra- it's super long story, um, but basically there was a guy who was in charge of the winning tickets that went on the you know, the fry boxes or whatever. Yeah. Um, he eventually found out that McDonald's didn't want anyone in Canada to win the like big money prizes, so they like made it so it had to be in the United States. Why? Um, you know I don't why? know. Because okay. they wanted it to be in the United States. I don't know. I don't know the exact reasoning. Because America, purposes. baby. Because America. Um, and he one day stumbled across the sealant they use to close the envelopes, and so yeah. he would fly from his base in Georgia, and he would go to wherever uh, where all the printing presses were. Yeah. And he would go in, and he would go to the bathroom and he had an attendant with him and it was always a female yeah so that she could never go in the bathroom with him yep. he'd rip the package open switch out the winning tickets like you know you're a million dollar winner million dollar winner here's a car um he'd swap those out for just generic anything else like a free frosty or yeah not frosty a free mcflurry yeah. um, so you take those and he would go home and he'd be like hey how about i give you this ticket for a million bucks damn you, you give me a chunk now you give me a chunk at like Afterwards, and then you keep it the rest after taxes. This, this is confirmed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he, he's arrested now. He was arrested. He's actually out of jail now. So the whole thing went on, and it like the circle of people that it went to. Yeah, I think he ended up giving away twenty eight million dollars of stuff. Yeah, um, and it was all like friends and family. He got tied in with this. this he's mob. a hero. Yeah, well, he got tied in with a mob, and uh, I would started, just ask for free food. Yeah, I mean, free food or a yeah. million dollars. Um, I'd be like, four-piece nugget. Yeah. Four-piece? <laughs> Cheap-ass bitch. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to add 20. Yeah, so then he ended up getting arrested, and his trial started the day before 9-11. So no wow. one... It, it was the biggest thing in the media, because Burger King was pissed because their sales were down. Canada was pissed because they weren't going to win. So then McDonald's, McDonald's had to, like, in the news every day. Yeah, yeah, basically, and then all of a sudden 9-11 happens, and no one cared about the McDonald's Monopoly game anymore. Oh, that's crazy. I never heard that so, story. Yeah, it's out now. I mean, I, there was a big article. It took me about a half an hour to read because it was so interesting. And now uh, I think Matt Damon is making a movie. About him? Yeah. Dude. Yep. So it's coming soon. It's just one of those things. It's like, holy cow, how did I forget this? What's more Robin Hood than that? Uh, I mean, that's well. not. But that's, <laughs> he's you know, giving it to, like, friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was getting There is a lot more things I could think of that are Robin Hood. <laughs> really. Yeah, Robin Hood gave it yeah. all away. He kept the yeah. big chunk yeah. of Yeah, yeah. So... I thought yeah. that was kind of interesting. It's not really a conspiracy theory, but it's like, wow, we forgot about that. No, I feel all tingly inside, man, yeah. down low. Yeah, that's an interesting story. Right? So that's one of the things yeah. that I get into all the time, too, is uh, on things that we remember differently. So it's a Mandela effect. Yeah. Oh, did you listen to Revisionist History? Nope. Did you listen to that episode? Oh, of course. The Brian Williams episode? Of course, yeah. They My talk about God. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it's bananas. Yeah. It's insane. And some people, like, I talk about it at work a lot. Yeah. And it's like, ah, you don't remember that because it's Mandela effect. And some people think it's funny. Some people get annoyed by it. But yeah. I'm like, it's, it's real. I mean, there's so many things that we don't remember. That's why we podcast. You kind of kind of feel bad for Brian Williams at the end, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like mm-hmm. uh, Malcolm Gladwell completely sympathizes yeah. with Brian Williams. Like, he's like, give him his damn job back. Did you listen to that, that entire season? There's uh, like, I have like three episodes. Oh, left. a lot of those episodes are kind of like that about memory and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Even like the mm-hmm. one about the World War Two. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Have That's you guys like... seen the affair? The TV show? No. Uh, Who's in it? So uh, McNulty from The Wire. Okay, uh, I forgot the actor's name. Yeah, he's, he's a great actor. But uh, this makes me think. Uh, so it's really unique plot lines where they actually go through the plot. You know, the first half of the show is through one perspective. Yeah, and then. Yeah, you know, there's a murder mystery, so there, you know, the different perspectives have meaning in terms of a trial. But then the second half of the episode is through another character's eyes. So mm-hmm. like, 
things that they're wearing, the, the, the conversations they're saying are slanted towards the perspective mm. of whoever's, you know, giving it. And it's a great TV show. Yeah. Interesting. Um, mm. But it makes me think about, you know, the yeah. distorted reality. Yeah, and, exactly. Yep. For sure. And like hearing about all of that, it's crazy how little, re- how poorly we remember even big things. Like, you know how people say like, it's the, the mi- middle stuff, the medium stuff that you don't remember because it's so mundane, but mm-hmm. the highs and the lows yeah. is where it really sticks with you. But even that stuff, like how they were talking about 9-11 in that episode and people did not remember like details about 9-11 and it made me think like, was I actually in social studies class when 9-11 happened? Right. right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, It's just all of that comes up, and it's like you're so dead set on don't, that's 100% what it was. Yeah. Just something as simple as, like, I always throw it out. What color is Tony Tiger's nose? Yeah. I'm serious. What color is his nose? Black. No, it's blue. Damn. Right? So just things like that. It's like you think you're just in. You didn't even think about it. You didn't hesitate. Yeah. That because the Tiger's nose is normally well, black. I, there's nothing on on the line either, so I was just like, I don't I don't know. Yeah. But it's black. Right? right? Did, like, the Monopoly guy, did he have a monocle? Yes. No, he did not. Oh, I'm I, thinking of Mr. Peanut. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. See, yeah. just just little things like that. Yeah, just, yeah. You throw it out there. The big ones like Berenstein Bears. Yeah. How it's spelt, or is it uh, Berenstein Bears? Someone, yeah. yeah, someone found a book cover where it's spelled both ways. Yeah, so it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah. then the whole theory behind that is, and this is where it gets really dorky, but yeah. where there was a time time rift. Oh, God. Mm. So we're a part of different timelines. Oh, but, God. So if you remember it one way, that's you were part of that. Universe yeah, yeah. A, we're part of Universe B. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's super weird, especially for someone like me too, where like, um, you know, when you're like having a conversation with someone and you just use the wrong word, but you think you did. And that other person gets really confused because they heard the word yep. you actually said. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, I thought you were talking about this because you used that word. And you're like, mm-hmm. No, I didn't. I-, I try never to say like, No, I didn't because I know that mistake actually yeah. happens. And so I'm super insecure about myself about things like that. And so to hear about this and have like, have to think like, there could be, Patches of my memory that I have totally wrong. I'm worthless, right? <laughs> and you gotta remember. Who, yeah, think who you have to trust and what part of your brain you want to trust. Yeah, because it's like a hard drive. It's it makes me full. think like yeah. like how Deepak Chopra says like there's no objective reality, and I think he's like this nutcase. I'm like, damn, there might be some truth to that, man. It's just like everything is subjective. Everything is just what you what you experience in that moment. Yeah. <sighs> That's why the moment's so important, man. Yeah, damn right. right. Got to live in it. Yep. Uh, you guys, did Did you guys hear the Neil deGrasse Tyson interview with Joe Rogan? Yeah. Where he talks about the elements of truth, right? There's like four, you know, main definitive versions of truth, right? Uh-huh. There's objective truth that is backed by science and observation, right? But he talks about, you know, you know, personal beliefs, personal truths, mm-hmm. my belief in Jesus Christ or mm-hmm. Muhammad. You know that that might not be objectively true. Yeah, but I it's it's mine. True to me. It's true to me. Yeah, right. And that do you remember Dustin the other? No, because he he, was... he went on for a long time, and I, I have a yeah. hard time following. I haven't finished uh, people uh, astrophysics for people in a hurry. Oh, great, great <laughs> I haven't book. finished it yet. So. But once you do, you'll know everything. everything. The other guys <laughs> is talking hurry. about great book. Yeah, great. I have it too. A physical copy, audio book. I don't uh, have to read. Well, and he's got such a great voice too. Oh yeah! Oh, he um, reads it himself. Yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah. A lot of those, a lot of those audiobook uh, authors do read their own stuff. Cool. Mm. Um, like pollen. Yeah, I got to finish that book. You too. haven't finished it yet? No. Because you got the paper copy. Uh, I have a digital copy. I sent you that. No, I sent you that. No, the, no, <laughs> Whoa, the, the audio copy. <laughs> audio, the audio book. Didn't I share that with you? Uh no, I don't think so. Well, okay. Anyways, 
Back on topic. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your WTF topic, Scott? Uh, so, uh, again, a uh, couple of observations back in Vegas. Um, driving down the strip with a coworker of mine, and she uh, she goes, check out that billboard over there. It's clearly a uh, gentleman's club billboard, you know, a nice set of breasts staring at me mm-hmm. on the strip. But the most alarming thing was uh, now hiring class of 2018. So, huh? Strip club, right? It's just like a, just like a, billboard. a school? No, just like people out of class. They're saying like, like once you turn 18, age, once you graduate from high school. So it said, it said that oh, on yeah. the billboard? That was the only words on the billboard oh. along <laughs> with the, the strip club's name. <laughs> oh. this. I mean, it's yeah. it's fine, yeah. I think it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny, but it's Mm -hmm. sad, right? It's sad to a degree. I don't know. I think it's more like them trying to be witty and go with it. Because I I guess Nevada has the lowest, you know, school rating in terms of education. Oh, really? So uh, that might be a... I gotta go somewhere. Gotta go somewhere. Damn, that's interesting, though. Yeah. I think, I mean, I also... I'm trying to change... Well, I have changed my own perspective on the sex industry... Like to think like, oh, you're a stripper. That's too bad. Um, yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't think that way anymore. It's like that's their job. Like, if if you think you wouldn't do that job, that's fine. But that's the, the career that they chose. And maybe there are sort of economic decisions that had to be made, especially especially with the cultural stigma that is attached. I'm positive there are economic calculations that are made. Um, but I don't try to. I try not to look at people that way. There's good money in it. I'm sure. I was talking with a friend last night. She was telling me about her friend who's, you know, stripping while she was in school. Yeah. And it's not like she's, you know, having Starving. sex or you know, she she didn't get raped. I'm sure there's some situations like that. Yeah. Um. But again, she was making about seventy grand a year in cash. Damn. Yeah. I mean, it's it's got to be lucrative, right? You think male strippers make that much money too? No. And and when you break it down to its components, I mean, this girl, she likes the attention. She Mm -hmm. likes attention. Mm -hmm. And she just likes dancing. Yeah. Sure, she might not like the guys, but she gets the attention and she gets to dance and she makes good money at it. Yep. So when you break it down into its components versus the facade of, oh, stripper. Yep. You're like, no, no, okay. It kind of makes sense. Your thing. Yeah. Which state is that in? It's Las Vegas. Uh, I think she was stripping out in California. Okay. Mm. Okay. 70k doesn't go that far out there. You right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. She, she, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I would think she would make more. You think like, like LeBron James? Not LeBron James, but if he were a stripper, no, no, somebody would walk in there and be like, "Here's five thousand dollars." Right. 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 Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. I get, I get <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I was yeah. asking. You think males make a lot of money too? I was just like, man, I'm about to yeah. begin my Channing Tatum career. I right think here. you need more side hustles. Right. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah. I need to just expect. Yeah, that too. <laughs> nah, nah, overrated. Uh, well, yeah. The other thing interesting about Vegas too is, you know, marijuana is legal out there now. Oh. And, um, you know, I've been to California where it's legal. Yeah. And, you know, you got to go search for the dispensaries. It's not really in your face. Yeah. Vegas was the first time where I was like, bam, ads on taxis, you know, billboards, oh. like best dis- voted best dispensary in Las Vegas. You know, it's very commercialized. Wow. And it was... I was not expecting that. Yeah. See, because I was there in March, and so it had been legal, but I just, it, there was nothing on the strip where I was staying. It was kind of a, if I wanted to go and partake, it would it was kind of like a pain to get there. It wasn't just right. right on the strip where I kind of expected something to be like, here we are, we're right in the middle of everything, but mm, maybe right. they're just not ready yet. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's crazy. I got to pee really bad. Um, What are you going to dress up for as Halloween? Uh, so have you guys played Coup, the uh, card game? No. Mm-mm. Mm. So there's, have you done? No, no. Okay. Nerd. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. More nerdy than Dawson? Card game. Um, Let's you go. Win. You win. Well, I, the sad, the sad truth to this is I won't be dressing up. Oh, uh, nice. But, you know, we, we always make plans with friends to oh, do something. Right. God. Well, uh, we were, we were going to dress up as the characters oh, okay. from the card game. And then play the card game? Or, yeah, just, like, go out on the town. But, or like, you can see oh. the characters in the it's, card game. Yeah. It's really funny, like, art, like, you know, there's there's a douche, or a duchess and a, a duke, you know, mm-hmm. and a sat, there's an assassin and a mm-hmm. captain, and, like, you know, the, each card has, like, a mugshot of, yeah. like, these really interesting, like, dress dressed kind of fantasy characters. Yeah. I was just thinking, totally off topic, you could put a break in. Play, uh, yeah. play some. We haven't done this yet. We haven't had to run into a, a body. A, a oh, you guys want to keep talking? I don't care. I mean, we've been going for an hour or two. I don't know if y'all have to leave or not, but I was just like, I, one, we might have to leave soon. Two, I got to pee. Mm. So let's get in these last oh. few topics okay. and grind it out. Sure, sure. All yeah. right. As long does, as your bladder's Does open. your office do like a Halloween thing? No, man. Mm-hmm. We're, we still got that startup feel. Yeah. Where yeah. The only kind of real community that we do or kind of events is just, you know, the uh, occasional pizza parties. Sure. And, nice. Sure. You know, uh, uh-huh. a calendar with the uh, right. <laughs> with the uh, holiday vacation. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, you know. I, I work in like a very progressive, uh, like LED. What we're doing is cool. Like mm. we're doing like some really cool custom LED work. Yeah. But our office is all that fluorescent lighting. It's just, it's so. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> right. You think <laughs> just makes your soul feel a little dead inside. Yeah. I think there's power to, you know, the dynamic white, the tunable yeah. white, yeah. The, the color temperature, you know, circadian rhythm. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. Ve- it's very trendy right now. That's what I was going to ask next, though. Even though that you are in that setting, you guys yeah. could probably make something that makes you feel a little bit warmer, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we do have a, like a circuit that does have that warmer light and that, that you can tune the color temperature. Yeah. And, you know, we, you know, we're we're in the middle of we might be relocating. That's why we Ooh. haven't messed with the lights. You know what I mean? Yep. Where we would kind of retrofit a new area, but I don't know. It's funny, you know. My last name is Uglo, mm-hmm. and I work with lights. And out in this conference, man, like <laughs> I was getting so many jokes. They're like, "It's like, is that you your real your name?" You change your name for your company. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, you can't buy that one. You, know? <laughs> you can't buy that one. Was but, it funny the whole time, or by the end of your trip, where you're like, okay, okay. It's, it's a great on. conversation starter, sure. especially when we're at a booth trying to sell our product. Yeah, you know? they're like, wow, that's a great first last name. Yeah, <laughs> or sorry, great last name. Yeah, it's funny because okay, you, you you pronounce it Uglo. Some people say Uglo. Yeah, right? I always thought it was Uglo. Uglo, Uglo. Well, the saying in our families. Uglo, you glow. We all glow. Nice. It doesn't really matter. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christmas card? Okay, so check check this out. The autocorrect? Yeah. Autocorrects my last name to ugliest. Oh. No, what it a, doesn't. Yeah. What a cruel joke. That's only fitting for your brother. <laughs> oh. No, Got him. I've, I've seen RJ in years. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing good. He's out in LA. Oh, man. So. Um. Okay, before we wrap up, uh, we talked about the Jimmy Butler current event. Uh, I feel like I, I wrote down, um, we should try not to talk about, the host should try not to talk about Trump uh, for like 15 episodes. You did the last episode. Ooh. We talked about Trump last episode? Well, no, not really. Um, so we'll try to stay off the Trump train. Did but you guys like, see the, These sorry. pipe bombs. Yeah. 
What's uh, how crazy is that? It's uh, it's crazy, but I'm sure bomb threats are happening to these people daily. I think right? there's yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a daily thing, but they actually you know intercepted you know ten pipe bombs. Yeah. But I brought this up to my my good buddy out in New York. Can you imagine though if uh, Obama and Hillary got assassinated on the same day? Just how crazy that would be. The bananas, pandemonium. That would, would be, be pandemonium. wild. That would be wild. Did you know that they vaccinate like the president and stuff for anthrax? Like on like a routine. Like yeah, what well, you know, like important people like that, just to prevent against like anthrax attacks. Wow. Like, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I learned that the other day. That's you can possible. actually vaccinate for anthrax. Apparently, there's a vaccine out there, but they don't make it Wars public mine. or anything. Yeah, it's just for like important people like the president. Wow. Huh. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. So it's like an economic decision. Like we know we can do it. We just can't afford it. Well, yeah, maybe because really, I'm no one's really dying of anthrax out there. You're That's only true. targeting important people. For That's that. true. Yeah, okay. So there's no need right. to invest in that infrastructure yeah yeah okay did you guys see the umbrella video yeah he's getting on the he, air force he's, one he's walking on to air force one yeah and he doesn't like close the umbrella like a normal person like obviously the umbrella this is, is too trump? big for yeah. the yeah for the trump? door of the yes yeah, okay. so the, the umbrella is too big for the door of the air force one and he just like leaves it at the door like doesn't even <laughs> close it or bring it in with him he just leaves the umbrella <laughs> and it's just like the the last end of the video just shows the umbrella just by itself black and white you can see him try to kind of pull it through the door and then he tries for a second and he's like no nah, i don't I'm, i just lost too much money. Oh, no. yeah. the whole the whole video is in black and white the umbrella's red yeah right oh my Patient god yeah yeah exactly did you guys see the the van like yeah. all the stickers, the, mm-hmm. yeah, the dude, yeah, huh. yeah. I saw a comment on Reddit. One guy goes, it "Looks like uh, that van is a uh, is an ice cream truck selling racism." <laughs> <laughs> That's so good, yeah. man. The internet is so hilarious. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I think that could be our first like non-topic sh- uh, show title. Yeah, ice cream truck selling racism. <laughs> that might get. That yeah, might, you know. that might oh, get. Oh some... yeah, that's what we're gonna title this episode. Oh, we could. I think. I think that. <laughs> I think it'd be kind of fun to just do that because that's a moment that. Stands out, it. right? It's, I love it. It's gonna jump, and if you listen to the whole episode, you're gonna get like, why? Yeah. No. Like, like what? <laughs> what? Ice yeah. cream truck selling racism. I like that. All right. Any last thoughts, Scott? Scott, you glow, ugly. Yeah, it's good. It's good seeing you guys again. Yeah. You know, we uh, we should make this more more often. More. Thanks for, yeah. Thanks you're for co- joining us. Yeah. If you want to come on more often, we had a lot to say. This is probably our yeah. longest episode, yeah, sure. and it just flowed. And um, I'm sure we'll have plenty. When next time another, another big video game comes out. Let's talk. Let's go to E3. Yeah. Let's go to E3. We sh- yeah. Pokemon comes out in a few I'm weeks. In, that's a bucket list. Yeah. E3, just to see what's going on yeah. there. Yeah. Dean went last year. I went. Yeah. yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. You guys would all like it. it would, and, and it's in LA. So. How, how, how much yeah. are tickets to E3? Oh, here we go. Um, Sorry. I don't remember. Uh, about 200 bucks a person, I think. Yeah. 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 Just, that's okay. what I'm saying. Here we go. I just yeah. know it's costly. Yeah. 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 Mm. For $200 for three days. Yeah, three days, all inclusive. You can, you know, try out all the games, visit all the booths. They give away free stuff. Uh, you have to buy mm-hmm. food, though, right? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, yeah. That'd be sweet. They yeah. give you food, too. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. get media passes because we'll do podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, media passes. In free, the biz so. now. Yeah. In the biz. Uh, you want to come back on, like, episode 14? Yeah, you call it. <laughs> Okay. I'm I'm always ready. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> next time I won't be so hungover. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, closing bumper. I'm not going to talk during the closing bumper per Dawson's request. You can if you want to. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>